0: This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: Good morning, I'm Jim Lang and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. On the show today for the second week in a row, the racing spotlight shines on Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park where we feature the 24th running of the 1 million dollar Rico Woodbine Mile at Woodbine and on the Hornus Racing side Woodbine Mohawk Park is home to another stake Saturday night with nine stakes races on the card including the 560,000 dollar Canadian Trotting Classic and the 350,000 dollar Elegant Image Trot but let's talk about Woodbine first raced over the world renowned EP Taylor Turf Course the Rico Woodbine Mile has long been considered a Major prep for the Breeders' Cup Mile, with the winner today receiving a free berth to the $2 million race on November the 7th in Keeneland. Some of the greatest turf horses have graced the winner's circle on Rico Woodbine Mile Day, including two time winner Wise Dan. Teppan and Gary. And last year, El Tormenta, who shocked the Woodbine crowd. Yes, there were spectators last year. And El Tormenta rewarded his backers with a whopping $91.40 payoff for a $2 win wager. Today's Rico Woodbine mile includes last year's Preakness Stakes winner, War of Will, and the reigning Canadian Horse of the Year Starship Jubilee. It should be a good one. One person who is no stranger to Woodbine and the thoroughbred racing scene is Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Famer Sue Leslie, who's resume has included trainer, an active proponent for sustainable third-bed racing future, an Ontario Racing Board member, and current longtime president of the Horseman's Benevolent and Protective Association. And for you hockey fans out there, Sue Leslie has a cool hockey connection which you will find out about later on in the show. Also on today's show, we'll be joined by Robert Reed Jr., who prepares the Horse Players Journal, a handicapping selection piece that is part of Woodbine, Very Cool, and Mohawk Park racing program. We have a lot to discuss with Robert and tonight's stakes filled card, one that includes a trotting filly who has taken the harness racing world by storm. Recent Hamiltonian winner Ramona Hill who we have also featured in one of our past shows. When we come back, my co-host the expert of ponies, Larry Simpson joining the show with a look back at last weekend's amazing Queen's Plate. Stay with
0: us. Ponies 24 7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region.
2: Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets, straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com Available on Android and
0: Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang. Joining me now is my co-host, the expert of ponies, Larry Simpson. And Larry, just for one brief moment, I did say Belichick would be a winner last week at the Queen's Plate uh, or, or be in the show, the money, and it wasn't the money, in the opening weekend of the NFL season. You did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a broken clock is right twice a day, but uh, a pretty wild week in a horse racing and a Queen's Plate that lived up to the history of the magnificent race.
3: It was the third highest handle in the history of the plate. There was uh, close to, well, $14.5 million. Amazing. Which is amazing because there was no on-site uh, spectators. Uh, basically everything was bet online through uh, like HBI, Dark Horse, and some of your ADWs from the U.S. and that. So it is amazing.
1: Now, going, going into it, did Woodbine have any inkling they were going to have that kind of a handle on the weekend?
3: Well, I think they've seen the rise in, in wagering over the last uh, little while because, uh, well, we've said all along, horse racing got the jump on the other sports. It's true, yeah. So uh, there was no other game in town, but... Uh, uh, you had the Kentucky Derby the week before, and there was sufficient amount of money wagered on that. So I think they probably had a pretty good inkling.
1: Uh, as much as I kid about Belichick, the big story, the one-eyed wonder, Mighty Heart going off at 13-1. to 1. What a story to that horse.
3: Well, the fact that he's got one eye is, is one thing. And I guess the other one is that he was just so dominant. He, he went right to the front, and, and nobody got uh, near him. And, uh, you know, it was good to see for an owner like uh, Lawrence Cordes. Uh, and it, there was a, a press release that came out the other day that said that uh, uh, it was uh, Josie Carroll, his trainer, that suggested that they put the horse into the Queen's Plate after it had raced a couple of times in uh, in fairgrounds and had shown a sufficient uh, stretch uh, ability in that. So... Uh, yeah, it's quite uh, quite the story that the the horse was uh, lost an eye when it was very young in a paddock in- incident, and uh, went on to uh, you know basically show his heels to everybody else.
1: Uh, we'll get into it later on the show, but the Rico Mile, uh, the one million dollar Rico Mile, the weather conditions, the conditions itself for well, horse racing uh, couldn't be better this weekend.
3: Exactly, and and the field it's uh, it's small, but it's it's mighty, and I think it, it's going to be. Uh, Uh, A a really uh, competitive race today
1: More of that later Speaking of mighty A mighty big guest A member of the Horse Racing Hall of Fame A Hall of Famer Sue Leslie joining us now On Ponies 24-7 The Radio Magazine Well Larry It's not every day We get to speak to bona fide Hall of Famer And this is one of the greats In Canadian horse racing A thrill to be joined by A true Hall of Famer And a true champion Of horse racing in this country Sue Leslie Sue how are you?
4: Well, with that introduction, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much.
1: Overcomplimented. Well, I mean, let's face it. You deserve it. You've given your life to the sport on and off the track. Obviously, this has been a passion for a long time. How young were you when you got bitten by the horse racing bug?
4: I actually was uh, 24 years old when I got bit, and it was because of my husband, who uh, enjoyed going to the track to put down a bet now and then and start dragging me along with him. And while he was busy betting, I was busy admiring the horses and off we went.
3: What year did you get into the, uh, the training side?
4: Um,
1: the late eighties. What was it about training that appealed to you? Cause obviously you had incredible success. When did you realize Sue that not only do you love the horses, but you have a knack for training them to the level where they can become a winner?
4: I don't know. I think it's an instinctive thing. I mean, I've been a tremendous uh, animal lover my whole life and an advocate for all animals. And the genius of the horse and the majesty of the horse, I mean, it just, if you love animals and you spend any time around them, they just, like, they drag you in. You really don't have a choice. And if you have an instinct with animals, which uh, thankfully I think God did dispose that on me, uh, you're just, I think a lot of it is instinct. And I think most trainers, and, and I just certainly don't rank like myself as one of the best, but I accomplished uh, a lot that I'm proud of. And I think it does uh, speak to the fact that good trainers, the Hall of Famer trainers, they have an instinct. The, the horses talk to them and they hear, they listen.
3: Right. And you had a bit of a hockey connection in, with your training career, correct?
4: I did, yes. Very exciting time. Lots of fun.
3: Yeah, and uh, tell our listeners uh, who you actually were training for at one time.
4: Well, I trained for quite a few uh, NHLers, to be honest with you. Uh, You know, Patty LaFontaine, Ty Domey, there there was a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. But But the main ones was Gary Lehman, who in turn introduced me to Donnie Meehan, who was his agent, and then Donnie introduced me to Curtis Joseph. And that was the beginning of a very long uh, relationship between Curtis and Donnie and I.
1: Well, I know one thing. So I've known Gary a long time. He is a passionate, uh, avid follower of horse racing. I mean, that's, I mean, outside of hockey and golf, I mean, horse racing is right there for him.
4: Yeah. He loves, he loves it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, his life has kind of taken him a little bit different direction. Now he spends a tremendous amount of time in the States with family that he has down there now, but he's still very passionate about it. And, and, Really got into the breeding part of it, too. Enjoyed having the foals on his farm. and It, it was a very, very fun time. We all had a lot of fun.
1: You talk about passion, Sue. So you're very passionate about the concept of a sustainable thoroughbred racing future. For listeners who may be not sure what that means, what does that entail?
4: Well, as you probably know, right now we have a long-term funding agreement with the government
1: that is uh,
4: helping with purses and helping with operations at the tracks, across Ontario. I think, you know, to be frank, there's, there's so much wagering, um, there's so much lot, lotteries, casinos, slot machines, charitable uh, casinos. The competition for the wagering dollar is just astronomical. And for us to have a secure future, horse racing, we, we definitely have to find another line of income. And the two most logical ones is, uh, historical racing whereby customers can bet on slot machines basically on races that have already run and the other that is very very important is sports betting. So we're naturally trying to keep our our feet in there. Uh, Woodbine's leaving the charge on that to make sure that the politicians, I mean the logical place for sports wagering is racetracks. It's very successful in Vegas you go into their books and you know, all the sports are up, and so is horse racing, and it's uh, it's a great combination because you can wager on a horse race, and then while you're waiting for the races to go through post-parade and everything like that, you can, you can bet on the football game or the baseball game at the same time.
3: Let's talk quickly about your role now as president of the HBPA. I guess for our listeners, exactly what is the HBPA, and what's your role as president?
4: I've been president now since 2006 and we're really a benevolent association that we negotiate contracts obviously with government and with the racetrack operators. In my case that's Fort Erie and Woodbine. Um, we do many things on the backside to try and help our members and those hardworking people that really don't make a lot of money. Um, you know, we sit on rules committees. We, it's it's a very, very long list. We run a health and medical plan, we run a pension plan, we run an owner's award plan. Um, It's a lot of work, and we do a tremendous amount of good for the industry. And to be perfectly frank, the HBPA as a whole, and I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about the institution, really doesn't get the credit it deserves. It, It helps an awful lot of people.
1: Sue, an absolute pleasure. Larry and I, this is a real thrill for us. You, I, I know you don't like us to say it, but you're a Hall of Famer, so we're going <laughs> to say it anyway. So thanks for coming on. Thank you.
4: Thank you kindly. It's my honor. Thanks so much for inviting me.
1: Pleasure. Take care, Sue. Larry, it's pretty easy to see why Sue Leslie is a Hall of Famer. That is an impressive woman.
3: She is, and and one thing that we didn't cover is the fact that she's also a board member for Ontario Racing, so you could add that to her resume.
1: She really has done it all in 40 years. She has, yeah, she has. And it is amazing when she touched on it. You always assume, well, I was 9 or 10, it was 24, Mm -hmm. got into it, and next thing you know, she becomes one of the great trainers in the track.
3: Well, I was reading an article in a a magazine uh, from about a year or so ago, and she was considered one of the top 20 influencers in horse racing in Canada.
1: As well she is, and it was great to have her on the show. When we come back, we're still talking Woodbine with track handicapper Robert Reed Jr. We'll
0: be right back on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Follow us on Twitter at 1059 the region. We'll be right back.
2: Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIbet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIbet.com to join for free today. COSA,
5: the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672.
0: This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, The Radio Magazine. Covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: You're listening to 105.9 of the region. I'm Jim Lang on this. Uh, Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Once again with Larry Simpson, our expert. And uh, Larry, we talk through Brits, We talk standard And boy, oh boy, once again, it's a big night at Woodbine Mohawk Park with some big races.
3: Very big. Uh, they, they've got nine stakes races tonight. And one of the things is they've got uh, Ramona Hill, who uh, is the reigning Hamiltonian winner. Uh, she's back in to go tonight, uh, and uh, it's it's very 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 competitive uh, stakes racing card on 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 tap tonight
1: in case someone's tuning in for the first time just let them know how big of a deal it is for a standard Bred to win something as prestigious as the Hamiltonian
3: well the Hamiltonian was a million dollar purse and at, at, and it's uh, it was run last month at the uh, the Meadowlands and we had Jason from uh, the Meadowlands on here and he had predicted that Ramona Hill was the horse to beat and Jason was right so uh, she uh, she looks the part and uh, she um, you know, we'll see what, what she can do tonight. Like
1: you, you said it many times, there's just some horses who are champions, and that Ramona Hill certainly seems like it. Someone who knows the insides and out and everything and has the finger and the pulse of everything going on at Woodbine Mohawk Park is Robert Reed Jr. joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, Larry, once again, you mentioned at the top of the show, it is a busy, busy night at Woodbine Mohawk Park with a lot of big, big races, and a lot of big stakes races, and... uh you know, things don't just happen by accident. The Horse Players Journal uh, doesn't just fall out of thin air. It's put together by someone with a, a finger on the pulse of the sport, Robert Reed Jr., joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Robert, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Oh, it's a pleasure. I mean, this is a this is an exciting evening for standard bred horse racing fans and players and drivers and everyone involved. Um, this is the kind of thing that must, the reason why you're so into the sport.
5: Yeah, top to bottom on on you know this card, it's just incredible. There's uh, you know three stakes races, and you know of course the two major ones, and six eliminations for stakes races the following week. I mean, some of the best horses on the planet, uh, and and just always looking forward to uh, to cards like this one.
3: And of course, we got uh, Ramona Hill.
5: Yeah, Ramona Hill is, is is an absolute monster, and and this really, you know, uh, sets up. The matchup we've been waiting for, the Hamiltonian winner versus the Hamiltonian Oaks winner and Sorella. Uh, we almost got to see it uh, when Sorella uh, made uh, made a break behind the gates at Vernon Downs uh, a few starts back. But now this really sets up that dream matchup. However, I certainly wouldn't want to bet against uh, Ramona Hill.
1: <laughs> you know, Robert, Standardbird Horse Racing you know has really stood the test of time. A lot of, you know, no matter what you say, you're still seeing big money laid down, big cards, and great horses like Ramona Hill still capturing the imagination of fans.
5: Yeah, it's it's a sport that I've been involved in my entire life. Uh, and and I'll be honest with you, the, the one thing that they've always said to me, you know, since I was uh, very young is that when it's in your blood, uh, it's with you forever, and although I have taken a few uh, short hiatuses from the sport, uh, you know, when I did follow different paths in my professional career, I always have ended up back, uh, you know, in the harness racing game because it's just, it's just to me, it's it's one of the most beautiful sports on the planet.
3: Okay, just I guess for our listeners' uh, sake, uh, Robert. Uh, what goes into putting the uh, Horseplayer's Journal together?
5: Yeah, so when I took it over back uh, in June, uh, my goal, you know, uh, you know, Mike Hamilton did it for, for a number of years, and, and, and he was instrumental in the transition for me, uh, you know, a good friend of mine uh, going way back. Uh, when I took it over, I really wanted to, um, you know, kind of uh, bring out the similar approach I had when I was uh, an owner on the circuit, uh, and I, I was, uh, you know, wagering, uh, on this work for a living. And what I did back then was pretty simple. Uh, I treated it no different than you would uh, probably have a football coach, uh, you know, approach, uh, you know, uh, watching game film. I watched replays, you know, every day, uh, back then I would pick up videos at the racetrack from the program booth and I'd be putting them in the VCR and had multiple ones running so I could watch multiple races at the same time. And of course now it's much easier uh, you know, using a resource like HPI Bet and their replay system. But that's really what uh, goes into a lot of it. Uh, I would say to write one journal, uh, it takes between six to eight hours. Um, and I watch, uh, you know, hundreds of replays every single day. Obviously, watch the cards live, and, and you hit the nail on the head. You have to have a a very keen eye in the qualifiers, because when you're not racing for money, uh, it, 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 the race pans out very differently. Uh, And the horses that are finishing fifth or sixth might be the ones to land on when they do, uh, you know, hit the race apparently.
1: So how did you take the journey, Robert, from being someone with a passion for the sport and a super fan to being a qualified handicapper that people trusted? I think it all
5: started at a really young age for me. Uh, I basically grew up at Greenwood Raceway. Uh, It was uh, certainly a home away from home <laughs> for me uh, while my friends were playing video games, uh, you know, and, and, and doing other things that kids do. I was going to the shop with my father and I still remember the horse. I made my first hundred dollar win wager on. It was a horse by the name of uh, Viking terror. I think I was around 11 years old at the time, you know, for me, it just came over years and years of, of experience and, and watching, uh, you know, uh, races uh, and kind of trying to understand exactly, you know, what it takes to put together, um, you know, winning tickets. And, you know, what actually led to this role for me was uh, I leveraged my professional career, uh, you know, about four years ago uh, to to actually manage uh, HPI Bet and his support center at Woodbine. Uh, and then when uh, this role, you know, came up with Mike Hamilton Retiring, uh, you know, I, I certainly, you know, made it very clear to everyone uh, and apparent through my, you know, my handicapping, uh, you know, and my knowledge of the sport that I was the logical choice to take over the Horse Players Journal.
3: There's a lot of angles, as you know, involved in handicapping, angles that I play. Uh, obviously, there's uh, some special ones that you might play. Uh, is there any that you could share?
5: Yeah, sure. You know, for... Per- for me, when I'm looking at it, like I said, the qualifiers are, are an integral part of, of handicapping a card, but they're not always going to be, uh, you know, first, uh, you know, the first and foremost thing you're going to look for. I think that if, if um, someone was, you know, just getting into it, one of the angles I, I always tell people to rely on early on is is trainer and driver. You know, I, you you want to be backing the best. Uh, the human element of the sport plays a a huge part of it, uh, especially when you see a horse, you know, moving to a top trainer or, you know, moving, uh, you know, to a top driver. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, when I'm looking at a program, the first thing I do when I look at a page, even when I'm looking at the proofs in the journal, is going to be what has changed since last time. Has this horse changed barns? Uh, is this horse getting, you know, maybe um, a more seasoned or successful driver uh, in the bike? So I would say that's uh, somewhere that I would definitely start. The, the other piece of it um, is something that I kind of warn, um, you know, my friends of, and that's not getting too wrapped up in trouble trips. I do, you know, look for trouble trips and look for horses to get locked in. That's kind of, um, you know, a nuance of the sport. Horses get boxed in a lot more in standard racing than they do uh, in third bed racing just because of the way the races are run. But when a horse gets locked in, they're supposed to have pace. They're supposed to be looking strong at the wire where, you know, if they do catch air, maybe they won't be as, as, as strong or have as much pace. So I'm always very leery of those trouble trips and horses getting locked in because you're supposed to look that way uh, when you get that type of trip.
1: Robert, you're a good man. Thank you for this. Uh, enjoy a great evening of racing at Woodbine Mohawk Park with some big, big money on the line. Uh, keep up the great work, and thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having
5: me. Anytime, guys. Take care. Cheers.
1: After the break, Larry Simpson breaking down the Rico Woodbine Mile, $1 million on the line, Woodbine's undercard, and some of the other stakes action at Woodbine Mohawk Park this evening with his Ponies Picks of the Day. Stick around. We'll
0: be right back. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Listen live at 1059 com.
2: Go from dark horse to winner. Dark horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices.
0: This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. I'm Jim Lang, and this is Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Before we wrap up the show for this Saturday, let's take a final look at today's Rico by Mile, one mile, $1 million, a 24th running on the EP Taylor Turf Course, one of the most uh, revered and respected turf courses in North America. Um, Wise Dan is the race record holder at 131.75. Again, it looks like a fantastic lineup of horses today for a big, big race,
3: Larry. It's a great field. You've got War Will, who was the Preakness winner from last year. You've got Starship Jubilee, who's the reigning uh, Canadian uh, horse of the year, a filly, or a mare now. And you've got a Chad Brown horse in there. It's, it's a very uh, Sherry Spite, who Roger Atfield trains, is undefeated in two starts. It's, it's a great field.
1: And Mark Cassie, you mentioned um, the Prickness Stakes winner, War of the Will. He also has another horse in the field, a 5-2 to two pick, March to the Arch. What kind of chances does that horse have?
3: He's got a great shot. He loves the uh, E.P. Taylor Turf Course. And that's one of the things that they said about this horse when he was racing in Florida and some of the other tracks. The turf course there, they seem to be a little tighter turns in that, where E.P. Taylor Turf Course has sweeping turns and March to the Arch can get around them
1: very very well. Uh, and, and a big weekend for Mark Cassie as a trainer. T- tomorrow and Sunday are the big race as well. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, tomorrow we
3: have the uh, Summer Stakes, which is also a Breeders' Cup win and you're in uh, for two-year-olds. Not mm-hmm. uh, And uh, a horse called Gretzky the Great, named by uh, named after, I don't know, some hockey player, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess he had a decent career. Yeah, yeah I guess he did. So. <laughs> Good enough to name a horse after him. But this horse has already uh, won a couple of... Uh, uh, stakes
1: races and that. I, I do know my Dark Horse app is going to get a big workout both uh, today for the Rico Mile, tonight at Mohawk Park, and then tomorrow at Woodbine as well. Uh, we talked about it earlier, uh, and you mentioned some of the big horses in the Rico Mile. Uh, what are your picks of the day today, no matter what, either third bred or standard bread, Larry? I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit on the Rico, uh Mile. I, oh.
3: I, I like uh, the seven horse value proposition, the Chad Brown horse. He looks like... Uh, He's coming up to a race. Uh, he hasn't started since uh, early July in that, but he's been training
1: super. He's had two good super workouts. I might go one place or show on that just to hedge <laughs> my bets.
3: Yeah, I, I, I like I, I like him, and and uh, you know I, I think uh, March the Arch because of the fact that uh, he uh, uh, likes the uh, woodbine surface and that, and and he's in shape. And I always like a a, a, a horse that wins on the turf and uh, and comes back and and. Uh, who's uh, going to, uh, you know it shows that the horse is uh, in decent shape in that. So what about
1: your standard bread picks for the night?
3: Uh, standard Bre picks obviously I could say Ramona Hill, but because uh, everyone's saying Ramona, <laughs> Everybody's saying yeah. Ramona Hill. Yeah, that, everyone uh, knows that one already. <laughs> you know, uh, as Robert Reed had said in uh, you know tonight is the actual matchup between Ramona Hill and uh, uh, Sorella. That's a big, um, big showdown. And the last time that there was, uh, unfortunately, uh, Sorella made an un- untimely break in stride. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see if Sorella can compete. I think she's a, a nice filly too. Uh, the other, the Canadian Trotting Classic, is a $560,000 purse race five at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park. I like the two-horse, uh, 352 that Bob McClure is driving uh, this horse raced in the uh, Simcoe last week, uh, went to the front, uh, looked like he got uh, buried a little bit on the inside, got dropped back to fifth and then closed. That's what they call a, a, a two move horse, mm-hmm. closed and finished second. So he left from the gate. That's one. Move and then he closed in the stretch. That's the second move. That's a, was always that was a big angle at the metal ends uh, that people made a lot of money with for years and years and years and years. The two move metal end horse they called it.
1: I I know I'm a big fan of dark horse. I know other people like HPI. Some people both both apps will get a big workout this weekend with some big races, uh, thoroughbreds and standardbreds. Larry uh, again another fantastic show and a great weather this weekend. I mean all weekend long. It's perfect conditions for horse racing. Uh, I think you couldn't ask for more if you're a horse racing fan. Again, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24 7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24 7 magazine, and believe me, it's a good one, you can email Larry Simpson at the Ponies 247 Experience at gmail.com. That's theponies247experience at gmail.com. Stick around with 1059 of the region all weekend long. And rumor the Legend is up next with the feed, York Region's only magazine show. We'll be back Monday morning. Thanks for listening. And bet wisely and enjoy your races. That's the Ponies 247 experience at gmail.com Stick around with 105.9 of the region all weekend long And rumor the legend is up next With the Feed York Region's only magazine show We'll be back Monday morning Thanks for listening And bet wisely and enjoy your races
0: Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.